Disclaimer, we are not therapists or doctors. What we speak about is from personal experience and outside knowledge from other resources. So if you get any value or something we say resonates with you, amazing. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. We believe in empowered choices. So take what is for you and leave what isn't. Welcome to Leave Room with your host, Leisha and Ellie. This space is your safe haven to explore and embody what it means for you to be a woman. We are a community built by women for women, aka you, baby. Join us in these episodes for humorous, intimate conversations that will inspire, educate, and leave you feeling proud to be a woman. Woo! <laughs> Hello, Kitty Crew. Coochie Crew always makes me think of Coochie Coo. Coochie fucking coo. Well, when you sent me that, I immediately went to go edit it. Oh, that was so fast. Hello. All right. Leish, how you feeling? Because I felt like a dumpster fire today. I know. I hope this is close enough to my face. I know you're supposed to have it like this close, but I'm supposed to eat it, but Sinead said, it's not that. Um, it's like I can still hear you. It's just the sound quality is better when it's like in your mouth. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I just I need like I just want it to like sit right here so I don't have to hold it. I know uh, we're gonna get the the podcast mic arms one day. <laughs> well, in the meantime, I am physically so good. I just got done at the chiropractor, so mm-hmm. I started my first month of um first month the first week of structured fitness training again for the first time in over a year and I am sore as fuck I'm also a little bit glute gains though I'm a little bit grumpy because being sore it's just like, it's hard. It's hard to do everything. You just, it's hard to breathe. It's hard to sit down and it's self-induced. So you're like, why did I do this? Um, mentally, I'm also much happier after the chiropractor. I get like a 30 minute body work session um, from this amazing, like big, super like fit Hawaiian dude. Who's like very intuitive and always helping me work on all these things that are like really sore. So I always just feel like really great afterwards. Like they took such good care of me. Um, I feel like they're my friends. And then your besties, I feel like they're happy to see me and I'm happy to see them. Um, which is cool because, you know, sometimes like you like your chiropractor, acupuncturist, things like that, but it's like, I feel tight with them because we're all Mm. kind of the same age. Um, and then emotionally I was really angry mm-hmm. and you called we were both like angry together um but now I'm feeling really good I think I just needed some kind gentle loving touches mm-hmm. and that's a big part of why I will get angry like I spend so much time in a week physically touching other people I'm you know in the fitness industry so I'm like consistently helping other people and touching them and I high five and stuff which is great and like the high five habit book came out and it discusses all of the dopamine like releases that happen during a high five but at the end of the day I just sometimes need like someone to pour into me and I'm just always reminded that body work is like 
Mm-hmm. Sexually. Mm-hmm. I'm in my luteal phase and I feel good. I've actually been like more horny than usual, which is kind of exciting for a luteal That's phase. I'm I ending was on my last phase. one. I'm ending my ovulation. So I think it's just like a long ride of whatever mm-hmm. hormone is dropping. Well, all of them. Um, and then spiritually, I feel fine. I'm neutral about spiritual connection. Nooch. My spirit. What? Nooch. I'm, I don't know why I have so much commentary to add today, even though it's completely unnecessary. Sorry. It's like the, like the podcast where they have like little sounds that come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that's um, me today. That's it. Spiritually, I feel great. I just, I've been working really I'm not working really hard, but I've been focusing on just keeping my mental state from like getting too out there and like trance stuff. My spirit is happy. I've learned some good stuff. Fuck yeah. Uh, Your turn. Screen high five. Uh, See, we're getting the dopamine hit from the high five. Uh, physically, I'm okay. I feel like I have either ovulation or period pain right now, but I am neither. Like I just finished my period, and you know how I get my knees, my hips, my back, and my feet Pussy just fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> no, but all those joints just like hurt, and that's normally either if I've walked way too much, which I totally haven't, besides the two miles that I had to do through the airport on Monday, which was ridiculous. Um. But yeah, that's how I feel physically. Chicago, okay. Like ache. It was because long story, long story short, Southwest, if you fly into O'Hare, you have to fly yeah. into um Terminal Five, which is international flights. Oh. And it is like the longest fucking experience ever because that terminal is so big. Uh so it takes I literally I think it was two miles. My watch asked me if I was working out. <laughs> Chicago, Atlanta, and Dallas ignore the get get away from those airports at all cost if you can his uh, dog is barking anywho physically just mildly grumpy um emotionally angry still getting over angry right now Leisha and I just like randomly got these pings of being angry and I called her and I was like I'm angry for no reason like if somebody says the wrong thing to me I'm gonna throw my hands um yeah just yeah mentally I'm a little wishy-washy right now I am visiting my family and I definitely struggle with my own self-care when I visit my family um, which is all on me like I need to hold my own and do things for myself and prioritize my self-care when I'm here um sexually I am a a neutral potato I have no sexual feelings right now (laughs) it's not bad new folk potato I said a neutral potato. Oh, I thought you said a new folk potato. I was like, I've never heard of those. That must be a Chicago thing. <laughs> that sounds like it could be type of potato. Um, no, I'm a neutral potato. I have I have nothing exciting me in that realm right now. Um, well, I mean, I'm visiting family. Someone, maybe, but they're not around. <laughs> and spiritually you know what it's I'm glad we're doing these check-ins and I feel like I said this last episode too is because it's just reminding me that like I haven't been doing spiritually like anything right now besides when I'm in a shit horse shit horse shit show and I decide to pray to God and then I'm just like okay um yeah (laughs) anywho (sighs) 
good, good check-in. I like doing our check-ins and I think like, it's just good no matter what you're doing, whether it's like work relationships, because you just get to remember how human the person is in front of you. It's true. We're all going through our, having struggled with my own mental health and spiritual walk this past year, I'm very sensitive to like, wow, humaning is a lot harder than I thought. And Mm. I felt really immune to like mental health struggles and my spirituality was always just like, you know, there was some darkness, but it was just like, that's okay. I move on and get over those things. Mm. And now it's like, no, this is the more sensitive I become, the less I really need spiritual practices. I feel like everything becomes a lot more of an intentional walk for myself Mm -hmm. where I'm like checking in all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you okay? Am I okay? Like when you called, um, we were both like, I like saying Angie because it makes me feel like it's funny to be Angie. It's cute. It's like you're a really cute little girl who's just like, I'm upset right now. That's probably really what is going on on the inside. That's how I feel. Um, I feel like a five-year-old stomping my feet and I'm just like, I'm mad, but I don't know why I'm mad. Yeah. I think sometimes it's also powerful to just state out loud, like, it's okay that I'm mad and I have no, yeah. Oh my God, it's okay. And I'm not going to try to make it change or fix myself. Like there's something wrong. It's just like, I told my mom in the car, I was like, I'm angry right now. And I don't know why I'm sorry. Um, Like, I'm not going to take it out on you, but like, I just might need to be quiet for a bit. There you go. Asking for your needs to be met. We love that. Yeah. But anywho, this conversation, (laughs) I called Leisha like last week and I was like, what, what is womanhood? What is womanhood outside of like getting your period because that's some bullshit societal thing that people build because I was becoming a mother yeah or becoming a mother I was talking to a man in my life and I reflected to him like a month or so ago I was just like you're you're making me realize that the majority of the men in my life are way more in their feminine than I thought they were Mm. um which when I say men are in their feminine it is not mean it's a good or bad thing it's just my recognition of it because I like how I feel around men who are more in their masculine, especially if I'm looking for a partner. And I was just like, whoa, like I, I'm finally picking up on this, that this is what a man looks like to me for what I'm looking for. And it's so interesting to see that. And so we were reflecting together with me and him. And he was talking about how he's recognized that he's coming to his own as a man in the last year or so. And Mm. like what that looks like and how he feels about that. And so I was sitting with this and thinking about it. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean for a woman? Like, am I in my womanhood? Do I know I'm in my womanhood? Like, am I missing something? Is there something I should be working on? What are those things? <laughs> and I just called you one day and I was like, what, what does this mean? Yeah. It's a really um, interesting question. And one that I asked myself a few months ago, because I took pictures with Jared when we were in Idlewild. And I was like, I still feel like I'm a girl sometimes where I'm like, Aww, is this really? me being a woman? You know? And I always felt like womanhood was connected to sexuality. So it was like, mm-hmm. I'm in my sexual prowess. I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. I claim myself, you know? Cause I feel like, especially depicted in the media or like cosmopolitan, like you think of magazines that you might've read growing up as a teenager. It was all about like claiming your body, your sexuality, which something that we you know so it was just like that made me feel like okay so I'm in my womanhood now like we've already had the conversation around starting our our cycles our periods I never felt like 
okay, this is it. I'm a woman now. Um, I was still just like, I am a child. I'm a child who just happens to be able to be able to have kids right now. Yeah. So like, what are those markers? And not necessarily quantifying womanhood Mm -hmm. into one box, because I really think that the future of womanhood is a lot more fluidity. But like we shared before this call, um, Ellie did her own research. So she'll be sharing like (laughs) what different women have shared with her. And I think it's a really beautiful conversation of like, I feel like it would be a dub commercial, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. we could be sold our, our aluminum deodorant with lovely stories because that's what marketing is. We're all sitting there in our bras and underwear holding soap. Yeah. And they're like, to me, being a woman means, um, because there's a, a few different like signals I got as like a child and a teenager as to what being a woman was. But then I noticed the women that I was drawn to were boss babes. They, but they looked like, you know, they had their car. They, they didn't need a man necessarily, mm-hmm. but they were open to partnership, but they were just like, I don't need, that was kind of like the strong one in my twenties was like, independence meant that I was a woman yeah like I control the room I've got shit together I am the one who is like getting shit done which is some of the things that I'm releasing as a woman or like as the version of the woman that I want to be um also throughout this episode if you want to drop in the comments what you see as coming into your own as a woman means for you or what you've seen in society please do and then towards the end we're gonna go through and we're gonna read through those and just yeah get a a view on what that looks like um for those of you who are here with us live and if you are listening just to know if you are a woman you can actually join us live on these calls in the chat um so come join us in our Facebook group but I appreciate it yeah, I chatted with my mom and my aunt a little bit who are both in their 60s. And a lot of what came up is like the societal pressure of what it means to be a woman of like getting your period, becoming a mother, um, the woman who is nurturing, the woman who holds the family together, the woman who makes a household, the woman who you know feeds everyone um, and that their generation was literally being able to be independent. Like I always remember the story of my mom being like, Oh, I was a single mom and I replaced my own dishwasher. Um, she's mm-hmm. a badass. Let, let me just tell you that. But um, that there are, when, when we're unaware of the filters and the lenses of which we're looking through life, we could potentially look at womanhood or manhood as something that is projected onto us from cosmopolitan, mm-hmm. from the media, from different schools of thought and coming back to the fact of like what does it mean for us individually um but a few of the people I talked to were like I think it's the same that it is for manhood just like in your own and I'm like I totally I get that to an extent but there's it depends on who you are so For me lately, I am resting more in my soft feminine. And we've seen this flip in culture lately um, that, you know, we've girl bossed, we've fucking girl bossed into the wall. 
And it's amazing because we can be as independent as we want to. And then we're seeing a lot of women flip the script and go the other way and be like, I'm done girl bossing. I'm done running my own company. I want to be the mom who gets to homeschool and be a stay-at-home mom with her kids and recognizing that like none of that is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, something we were touching on like pre-call. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was very immature. I was thinking like pre-com in my head. Oh, and I was like, and I just kept thinking pre-COVID because I keep hearing that term since I've been in Wisconsin. Oh, that's so funny. Not in California. <laughs> oh God. Like da 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 da. da. Um, I like what Sinead said. Hello, Sydney. Um, she said independence was definitely a marker for me. Getting in touch with my sensuality. Yes. Mm. So sensuality and sexuality. Like we'll dive into mm-hmm. that. But just wrapping up the girl bossing so I have felt this deep call to like I feel like I am a natural leader I'm the oldest daughter I enjoy leading I enjoy having a purpose in that way it feels very innate to me in my astrology I am very balanced between masculine and feminine um and all my like signs I'm like right in the middle I have one more that is feminine over masculine it's like seven to eight or something like that so I'm relatively like if that shifted, that that purpose, that same drive, that same desire. And this is where I think the magic can really happen when it comes to society as we know it right now mm-hmm. is I'm, I told Ellie that I don't know why I'm like, it's like, we have an audience in front of us. I was telling you that I've been listening to a dy- dystopian future book and they're talking a lot about like AI mm-hmm. and how social media has like distorted and changed and it gives out a lot of messaging right like you scroll through instagram or threads or whatever it is threads i gave two seconds and was like i'm done i'm overwhelmed um but there's going to be subconscious messaging that's reinforced you're going to find things where you're like oh that's me and I feel like there is this lovely balance coming through of like taking that same energy and like leading yourself, Mm. leading your family, because certain things are universal between the genders, like getting Mm -hmm. into integrity with your money, with your word, with Mm -hmm. yourself. That to me was like, I'm fucking growing up. Like I'm stepping into my word as a woman. I am paying back my debts. I am not playing the like when is my prince gonna come save Mm -hmm. me but not to the extreme that I'm like I don't need anybody yeah it was more of like I want to be so whole within myself because I'm an interdependent gal I like my companionship Mm -hmm. so when he is there it is like I'm not bringing this to you to fix Mm -hmm. I am responsible and caring so now when children are brought into it I can feel more of an, an like equal partner, but also I have a like relatively masculine partner and I'm like, oh, you want to open my door? Oh no, you want to open this? You're going to get that. He'll, he always goes, do you need a man? Yeah, <laughs> I do. If I'm like struggling opening something or whatever. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause I'll catch myself being like, no. And like on our first date mm-hmm. in Arizona, when he was staying at my apartment at the time, I was trying to open a jar and he was like, do you need a man? And I caught myself being like, no. And now I'm like, yes. Yeah. I've changed my verbiage on that lately, but like, oh my God, just the like 
open my door for me. I love it. I love it. It's yeah. not that I can't. I just love that you are willing to do that and take care of me. In that yeah. Way. Carry me around. And that leads Ugh. into sensuality because a woman mm-hmm. who is relaxed, a woman who is not consistently like, Oh, my books are falling over. Um, <laughs> it was like, doot, doot, doot. uh, who is a, who's given this space. Like, think about it. I know that we are just as strong as men in certain mm-hmm. ways. Well, guarantee. Okay. I remember one time my, I want ex-fiance, to. my ex-fiance, like I'm like a little like beastie gal. Like mm-hmm. I can, I'll fight dirty. Mm-hmm. But I told my ex-fiance at the time we were like drinking at the house. And I was like, I'm not that scared of being abducted because like, I will literally bite off someone's nose. I'm insane. I wouldn't mess with me. I would not be like, oh my gosh. I would be like, where can my mouth connect to your body or my fingernails up your eyeballs? I will be nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my mouth, my teeth. Anyway, I know what so you meant. Like he was like, okay, he's six two. And he wasn't like he was like dad bod status. Mm-hmm. Picks me up, throws me down, pins me down. Is like, come and get me. Obviously, I wasn't like adrenaline fueled and like ready. You're to also not going to hurt him. He's your partner. Yes. But in my head, I was just like, okay, men are genetically more often than not stronger. Mm-hmm. And that was per evolution. Like they needed to be stronger. And so sometimes when I'm in the house, I think about the fact that Jared has four black belts. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel great. I feel like I know that this dude could throw down like if he needed to, and I don't have to be the one. So it Mm -hmm. allows me to drop into my sensuality because I'm like, you're going to, even if we're like out in public, he's the one who's like eyeing. So now I just get to kind of be like, oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. And like, it's kind of difficult to explain to people who don't understand that or aren't looking for that. They're just like, okay, but like you're, you still got to be responsible. You still have to be on. And I'm just like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Um, yeah. that doesn't mean I'm not responsible and like aware in my life day to day. Yeah. You're like, not just I'm like my partner. <laughs> yeah. If I'm with my partner, it's like, oh, okay, great. Like I'm going to let you be responsible for what you want to be responsible for and what you're good at. I was just telling my mom, my Protecting. aunt that I'm like living with you made me actually soften into this balance that is less 50 50 and more like what are we good at and lean into our gifts and lean into our energies of like okay if you're more in your masculine I'm more in my feminine and you're good at this and I'm good at this why don't we just do those things we don't have to split those things 50 50 like that is just you took care of the way things looked in the house you cleaned a lot more than I did but I like took care of the the tangible things of like hanging things on the wall I did the dishwasher I did the we're gonna say this these stories so many times over the life of our podcast but like I took care of the Tupperware I loaded the dishwasher like these were things that like I was good at and you either weren't good at you didn't enjoy it and things that you were good at and that I didn't either enjoy or I was good at like we didn't care about them but we balanced out and instead of being like you need to load the dishwasher like I do you need to put the Tupperware away like I do I was just like great. I will do this. I will be responsible for this because I know equally on the other side, there are things that you're responsible for and that you're good at that I don't have to worry about. And so why fuss about those things when we can each just lean into our gifts? And yeah, 100%. And it's so much more fun that way. Like I enjoy being a homemaker. Mm -hmm. I am like, 
it makes me feel so happy mm-hmm. to like create the energy of a sanctuary in a house. Well, it's just Venus. my, yeah, I am like sensuality. I want to get into my home and my senses are enlivened by flowers, by colors. Mm-hmm. Like, and when it comes to stepping into like embodiment of your definition of woman. So mm-hmm. I heard, um, one of my girlfriends who I just like adore and we have very similar messaging around like the intuition of the body and like how to work Mm. with the body. Her name's Liz Letchford. She just posted a story about androgyny and she was like, I want to talk about this because I want you to drop like your vision of like man, woman, Mm -hmm. what an androgynous person is. And she's like, it's, if you look at it from an energetic perspective, it is like when I am in the gym, I am not in my soft feminine. Mm -hmm. I am like competitive creation. I am like force Mm -hmm. energy, which I need. It is something that literally I feel not good if I don't have it be a a part of my, my self. And I started to like really judge myself like a year ago of, because of all the feminine messaging, I was like, well, I like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I still like it. I still enjoy like lifting 250 pounds in a deadlift and being like, yeah. Mm. But then there are times where I want to, you know, two Sundays ago when I just cried for an hour and a half in Jared's arms and there was really no rhyme or reason to it. I was just like, I feel scared and I feel lost and alone. And, you know, and that is also me. Mm-hmm. And that was me receiving him holding space, him being there, placing hands on me, speaking affirmations over me. Mm-hmm. That was a very soft feminine time. I'm also out there with the trees talking to the flowers and like admiring, you know, the bumblebees. And to me, that's a more like feminine thing. I'm not out to like control it, create it. Mm-hmm. I just want to indulge in it. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a really powerful time to ask this question and to pose to all of our lovely Coochie crew to mm. sit with what, when, when did you feel, I know getting my money in alignment, I really felt like a fucking woman. And I don't know why mm-hmm. it was because I've known so many women in my lineage and my life to struggle. We are notorious. I have a coach right now who reached out and she needed to have a money conversation with me. And it's like, I could hear the fear in her voice. Mm. And I was like, this is so hard for you. And as women, this is a like generational pattern in pain. Mm -hmm. I want to back up to the conversation of like, cause we've kind of touched on this a little bit. Cause one of the things that we're relating to is masculine and feminine energies and how we are with our partners versus how we are with outside of our partners, but into womanhood of like integrity on our own integrity um and then we I touched on with a friend like what are the the opposites of the shadow feminine but like the opposites of like any mm-hmm. shadow aspect the opposites of jealousy jealousy competition comparison that a woman holds herself accountable um to not comparing but really being able to look at where she has space to grow holding herself accountable to that growth holding herself accountable to her word um communication and integrity are like huge points of being a a woman of integrity in my book that you know I think about just with my mother today like you and I were feeling fucking angry you and I were angry today and I noticed it when I was in the car with my mom and I was just like I'm fucking angry right now and like I feel like I'm so on edge and I'm pissed off and I could start like going off on one and instead of allowing that to 
drip into the conversations I was having with her, I said, wow, I'm feeling really angry right now. And I don't know why I think I just need to sit in some silence. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't even need to say, I'm sorry, but I did. And that, yeah, but that to me is part of being integrity. Like that to me is being in my womanhood because I take ownership for what I'm feeling. I'm aware of what I'm feeling and I'm going to feel it fully. Um, but I'm also not going to project it out to people. So communication through Mm -hmm. our emotions, through our self-expression and allowing those things to be expressed, to not push those things down and ignore them because we don't want to be burdens. I'm going to take ownership for what my needs are. Um, and we, there's, those are baseline things. Like we can redefine what that looks like in our relationships and in our feminine energy. But I think part of womanhood and manhood is integrity with our word, with our actions, with our body, with our relationship with ourself and our relationship with others. Powerful. I used to love, I still love the word integrity. Mm -hmm. I like, I love words, like words just, when you look at the etymology of like a word and you're just like, damn, Mm -hmm. this word does not mean at its origin point what we use it for now. But yeah, integrity has the word grit in it. Mm -hmm. And integrity to me, I will always be willing to meet somebody mm-hmm. who's willing to meet themselves. Mm-hmm. That had to include me meeting myself and being like, I'm willing. And there are so many archetypes. So I love looking at womanhood through the lens of archetypes because it helps me mm-hmm. because Joan of Arc was a woman, my namesake, my middle name, like go figure. I like have the energy sometimes of the warrior because it's just like, people forget that feminine is ferocity. Like mm-hmm. think, look at like nature and what, what are we always afraid of? A mother. We're like mm-hmm. Ooh, a mama bear and her cubs. You should be fucking terrified. A yeah. lioness and her cubs. You should be so afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, if you saw a male bear, just like by himself, you're scared anyways, but there is mm-hmm. something ferocious and you know, the instantaneous, she will most likely attack because you're too close. And I feel like that ferocity gives me an archetype to lean into when I'm like, is this more masculine? I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, the archetype of the martyr. And we all know her and we've probably all been her at some point in time where it's like, I overgave expecting mm-hmm. for this to be given. We know lots of mothers uh, in this position. And then when it's not met, because I didn't even ask for it to be met. I just assumed because I was giving so much that you would give back. Unlearning and unraveling these patterns is part of the walk in womanhood of like, I won't allow martyrdom to like continue on in generational, like mm-hmm. mother gu- mother's guilt. And on that I mean, note, I won't allow my shadows to continue to hurt other people. Like overarching yeah. is like, I won't allow my shadow self. I won't allow my pain, my trauma to continue to leak on to others in my life. And I feel overall yeah. that's that 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 is the similarities. Like if you're looking at womanhood and manhood, like what is humanhood, what is adulthood, what is coming into your own is the ownership of yourself and your darkness and mm. protecting others and taking care of yourself so much that you can become a better person and yeah. do better for either your future family or just anybody you come in contact with yeah there's it's such a layered topic right because like Mm -hmm. I just saw a friend um who 
was interviewing someone on their podcast and it was like a video interview Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how like she just doesn't give a fuck like in her performances if she's going to show her body she's going to show it Mm -hmm. and the conversation about her body is never up for discussion it never was when she was a little girl it never was when she was a teenager and now as an adult she's like my body has never been up for discussion and I will use it however I want and I even still struggle with that like I posted for my birthday like half naked photos and in my head I was like Mm -hmm. everybody's gonna be like she's doing this for attention Mm -hmm. um you know and it reminds me of when I accidentally leaked that video to Facebook (laughs) that I filmed for, you know, I filmed and it was me being very sensual. And I was like Mm -hmm. in lingerie and people just thought you were like out here, like owning your sexuality. And you're like, I did not mean to put that up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a moment of like immense dread. Mm. And then I had to come face to face with like whatever stories were coming up about myself. So it's like, it is really tough. It's, it's tough and it's beautiful to navigate this. Um, I feel like one part of womanhood for me was really starting to stand up and fight for myself and understand that in some rooms I'm triggering Mm -hmm. and in some rooms I'm intense to other people and just being like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, I still own myself here. Yeah. I'm um, popping into the chat. Sinead said, definitely my own values and actually starting to step into them. Um, independence was definitely a marker for me and getting in touch with my sensuality, which we touched on. And that that values part too, like we're talking about integrity and we're talking about protecting people from your shadows. But if you don't know what you value, you can't embody the version of the woman that you know you're supposed to become. Yeah. Like the yeah. the varying aspects of okay if we can establish baseline for us me and you we agree on that womanhood as a whole is like getting into integrity your words your body your shadows like owning those um but from there the rest of womanhood is up to you and you need to know yourself well enough to know what your values are to know what your desires are to know who you want to become to own the rest of that and that is I think what we came back to we were having the conversation beforehand of womanhood is those baseline and then knowing yourself enough to step into that woman and becoming her like with no regret with no remorse with you know no fucking backstep on who you want to be and allowing yourself to be that woman because you know that's who you're meant to be yeah yeah the values part will be your guide and allowing yourself to define it for yourself because not everyone's value or they don't necessarily desire having children. And since that mm-hmm. is a marker of womanhood for many, it's like, well, then what is my like later in life marker to show that I woman mm-hmm. it up in, in this bitch? <laughs> Sydney said yeah. this conversation is not more perfectly timed. Um she went off oral birth control after eight years recently and needed this. Love that girl. Mm. 10 years ago, I had been on it for maybe like 12 and I mm-hmm. got off of it and questioned a lot of things for the next 10 years, which was really yeah. cool. And we continue to unravel. Like I continue to soften 
I continue to relax my nervous system into receiving like we we talk about this like in the beginning of even just like the work I feel like that we've done in like the more basic stuff they say as a woman learning to receive mm-hmm. like if someone's like oh my gosh Ellie I love your hair today and you immediately go <laughs> oh really I just feel like it looks so greasy this morning mm-hmm. instead of just being like thank you that shit that one little piece of guidance helped me step and practice it and I just started going thank you and I'll tell you what for the first like year I would Mm -hmm. always hear well now they think that you're full of yourself because you're just saying thank you instead of saying yeah yeah instead of being like oh my gosh stop it and then what's the other oh celebrating other women who are having Mm -hmm. the experience that you desire to have whether it's you know, everybody talks about Facebook being like the most triggering space because you'll go on there and it's like engaged, married, just had a baby, <laughs> you know, like whatever. Emotion. If those are things that you are craving, it can be like highly triggering. Just bought a house. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can you say thank you for them? And that's like reclaiming the shadow side of like envy and saying, I'm so glad you have that. You're an example of like what can happen for me and that's yeah, really cool I'm and it can happen you. yeah I even still have my shadow stuff I actually just like snapped the other day at Ellie because I was like sad this is a pattern of mine that is going from little girl into woman is not projecting my frustration mm-hmm. on someone when it's like I'm not clearly communicating my needs wants and desires hmm little bit of that martyr being just unspoken like unspoken expectations unspoken expectations yeah um and it's funny too because we mirror a lot of what each other is working on so for me like you doing that or like I have another friend that gets like I don't want to say passive but just like jokes about things that he's done that I'm actually not okay with but like I normally meet somebody in their energy of that so I'll be sassy back or I'll be playful back instead of just being like hey I'm actually not okay with that so that was a moment for me to not like meet you in that frustration, but instead just sit back and go like, okay, you're fine. You know, you were like, like I'm not going to engage okay. with this. It you was were like, like mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And then I got to sit with being like annoyed with myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what is this? Mm, having trouble tapping into my masculine and career right now focus on bad bitch vibes are way off Um, okay so there is that right there's the other side mm -hmm. of the pendulum of you know her you've met her like women where you're just like you are chaos walking I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that that's your story love I'm just saying like where the feminine we're too lost in the like I need to be led or I need to be guided and it's 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 striking that balance because I can lead and guide myself. Yeah, we're in seasons. We're always in seasons. I spent like three years in the like, I don't know how to do this for mm-hmm. myself. I just wanted someone to come in and fix it for me. And it was the ugliest, most uncomfortable journey I've ever gone through to really I was always good at projecting bad bitch vibes, but on the <laughs> inside I was like, don't look behind, don't lift up the hood because there's not mm-hmm. even an engine in there. Yeah. It's just like, I'm actually falling apart and I don't know how to lead myself right now. And like, when I feel like I'm falling apart, how can I pull myself together? 
And then it's okay to get like lean on people for help. But at the end of the day, I can lean back on myself and be like, okay, I let this out. I cried. I got angry, whatever it was. I expressed it. I moved through it. And now like, let's just get our shit back together. Um, but kind of to close this out, I think it'd be cool for each of us to individually reflect on like what, okay, what does you coming into your own as a woman look like right now? And what are you reaching towards? Um, recognizing everyone who's listening to this episode live and otherwise that this is for us individually. And just because we see something as for us, it's us being in our womanhood and like stepping fully into integrity. That does not mean that because you are doing something otherwise, that means we don't think you're a woman. It is in your own regard to what you want to define that as. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Leash, what you got? Like, what am I focusing on right now? Yeah. What do you think? What, maybe, what do you think so far you have conquered or are doing really well at that for you, that means you are in integrity with being the woman that you desire to be. And then what are you reaching for? Yeah. I would say that releasing the performative side of being a woman. Mm. So feeling comfortable, not wearing makeup. And this is like societal pressures more than anything. Um, Learning how to ugly cry instead of being Mm. like, oh my God, that's really hard. Mm -hmm. I just be and really like screaming, using my voice to connect to my body has been very healing and therapeutic for me. And it helps me immediately feel soft afterwards. Mm. Um, Connecting to my cycle Mm. and like having a love for the ebbs and flows instead of getting frustrated with myself. If I'm in a, you know, I'm towards the end of, you know, my cycle, like towards my luteal phase and I'm really tired and I don't feel very social, not judging myself and giving myself Mm. room to go with my cycles has felt really fun because can we push past it? Have I done it a thousand times? Yes. Mm-hmm. But what I like to just be in the energy that exists right now, that has felt very um, much like I'm stepping into my womanhood. Getting my relationship with money right mm. has been a like conquering in my womanhood of like, mm-hmm. yes. And also really, really, really opening up for vulnerability with other women. Mm. And softening into like true straight up sisterhood where it's like, even if I feel a trigger, I'm not going to project it. Like if I'm feeling envious or whatever, like if it does get projected, I own that I did that and being like, okay, I realized I was doing that and Mm. just giving space for that. Um, Also being a really powerful woman, like I know that I can have very strong energy and it's just not for everybody. And instead of trying to placate myself into everybody's fixed version as a Gemini, we're super chameleon-like. We can be like, reflect back, like, well, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And now I'm a lot more like, no, I think I'm supposed to stand in my abilities. That's felt really strong. And then I feel like what I'm reaching for is even more surrender into trusting. Cause I can be a little bit more on the control side of things Mm. Mm. we had a woman share um starting to understand my mom and her emotional being really made me feel like I had shifted from being a girl to being a woman Mm. yeah when you see your parents as humans yeah especially the example that has been set for us as a woman like it's usually our mother first so 
that's huge of like understanding their emotional being and allowing that to reflect back on you. But Leash, is there anything else that you wanted to add to your, yeah. I think that's really good too. Cause I actually called Leisha the other day with a reflection that I had of something I've always noticed in myself and like that I'm working on as a woman is my fear of being judged all the time. And like certain things that I won't do because I'm so afraid of looking like an idiot or people thinking at me or judging me. Like Leisha knows I don't always go to the gym because of this, but um, I had this realization the other day that I was at Starbucks and I went up to the front because I could have swore there was a code on the door for the bathrooms. Turns out I was looking at the wrong door. Um, and I went to the front and I was like, Hey, can I grab the code for the bathroom? And she's like, Oh honey, we're not in the city. You just go walk on right in. And I was like, Oh, ha, ha, thank you. And I went to the bathroom and I felt like an idiot. <laughs> I felt so stupid that I didn't look and notice that it wasn't the bathroom door that I was looking at, that it was like the employee door. And I was like, why I look like so dumb. I can't believe I asked her that. Like, I, I just want to walk out with my head down and She's like, oh my God, why do I feel this way? Like, mm. what's so wrong that I asked a question that like, I wasn't aware of the answer to. And then I just went, oh my God, my childhood. It was like, if, and this goes all the way back to my grandma. So I know it's like with all the women in my family, but if you asked a question that was like, oh, it's kind of like sitting right out in front of you. If you're just like, oh, like, um, what are we eating tonight? And for some reason there's meatloaf in the oven and you couldn't smell it, or you didn't realize there was meatloaf in the oven. Like you're an idiot. Like clearly mm -hmm. we're having meatloaf for dinner or just like anything like that. That's like, Oh, where's the yeah. bathroom? It's like, well, duh, it's right there. That's the restroom sign. Um, so that was just the realization, recognizing, like looking back at that, of taking a look at your, your parents and the, the females in your life and the women in your life. Um, that that reflects it back on you of like what those shadow aspects look like mm. and she also said yeah, I grew up yeah you want to read that um yeah I'm sorry I'm always so quick to call out names because I'm used to just being on a private live and I'm, I'm, sure <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, yeah I'm like well <laughs> um so that way you guys y'all can you feel safe like posting and we'll read it versus like saying your name so mm -hmm. I grew up very disconnected from my status as a female and now seeing how I'm so much like my mom and the ways of being a woman affected my relationship with her. The parents divorced and put our house on the market this weekend. I live 2000 miles away. So while I don't want a family quite yet, the pressure is on to build my own home, focus on my energetic space and learning how to naturally lean into feminine masculine balance for independence is huge right now. Mm. And those are two our different, yeah, two different shares, but I appreciate those. What are you saying, Leash? Sorry um yeah I was just like going through the di the different oh yeah, yeah like having a twofold like mm -hmm. my relationship with my mom is like she's the oldest I'm the oldest mm -hmm. you know and so one time I asked her do you feel like we're similar like do you feel like I'm like you mm -hmm. and she said I feel like we have some similarities but that you are the version of me that I was like never brave enough to be or felt like you're more confident than I am. And I am confrontational in my family. <laughs> We've talked about this. I'm yeah. the one that's like, oh, what? <laughs> and having, it was during my like awakening, if you want to call it that, this like this coming home to my own awareness hmm. and see my parents as humans who had their own struggles, yeah. I found out, I got to learn so much about my mom that she writes poetry, that she actually has this like deeply tender heart that 
you know, she donates to like different societies. She's very much humanitarian. And to her, doing her makeup and hair and like dressing in cutesy outfits never really took up much of her time or attention. It's not something she's really interested in. So it's like finding your values as we discussed and like connecting to that and being like, okay, it's all right that I am maybe this generational pattern breaker and accepting that it is soft. Cause when we look back on some of our parents, we may find that they had to do what they had to do to protect themselves. Oh, hell yeah. Might've been like, you can't not know the answer because you would get, you know, beat or Mm -hmm. um, ostracized or like everything. They went to private, they went to private, uh, girl, all girl Catholic schools were like, I'm pretty sure they could still get beat with a yardstick. No. Yeah. Or a ruler or whatever, but, um, yeah. 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 To kind of close my part out there and wrap this up, but, um, for my own reflection on, on where I'm at and where I'm going, it's kind of hard sometimes to recognize where you're at because it's like, we've changed so much and we don't see all of it. Mm-hmm. I know part of me feeling like I am a woman or in my womanhood and what I want that to look like is I feel so much more comfortable in my own skin. I was unconsciously, unknowingly terrified of feeling like a woman feeling in my feminine body because I just Mm -hmm. wanted to protect myself for so long. And so my journey started back in 2019 where I was just like, okay, like I'm going to start growing out my hair again and I'm going to wear different clothes and I want to be more girly and I want to get my hair done and I want to do my nails and things that I was denying myself of because I didn't want to be perceived as a feminine woman because that felt unsafe. So that's kind of where all of us started for me. And then it was how do I self-express? How do I not control everything in every room? Um, one of the ones I'm really leaning into right now is being with a masculine partner who is more masculine than I am and feeling really intimidated by that and just trusting that he's got all the things that I normally would have done. I would normally be the ones planning. I would be the one like being like, this is when we're hanging out. This is where we're going. This is what we're doing. For um, sure instead of just like showing up and enjoying company and what? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, (laughs) um, and I'm like currently practicing that. I'm also practicing this balance of like, I'm taking care of myself, but like, I'm no longer girl bossing. I am becoming one of the women who I really thought I was going to like run my own business and do all those things. And I don't want to do that anymore. And recognizing that for me being the woman that I feel like I am meant to be and that I feel most called to be doesn't run her own business because it's actually not what she enjoys doing. I enjoy being with people. I enjoy communicating. I enjoy connecting. I enjoy feeling relaxed and I am the most happy and at peace I've ever been working for and with another company. And I still have my independence as like an independent contractor, but I'm not having to build my own business and build my own team and, you know, hire out and find contracts. I'm just like, I'm happy exactly where I'm at. And I don't have to grow any bigger than this. <laughs> he said, um, hashtag girl moss. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, two sides to that. Cause I know we're wrapping it up and your girl's got to get to the gym. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I 100% agree on like the softening and then coming to terms with like, 
mm-hmm. where you're at and like what you get to define what that looks like in work because work is like where we were talking about the pendulum swinging between like you know most women out earn men now like mm-hmm. in certain corporate settings which is cool I won't mm-hmm. say most I still don't think that's true I know I know women who out earn their husbands yeah yeah and letting go of that being a definition of like the male versus female like heterosexual mm-hmm. relationships of like one person's got to be the one to bring bring it home because we technically could create a self-sustaining business experience whatever even working for someone else where like maybe mm-hmm. we make more passive income and like that's just kind of how it works um which I think women are so powerfully ingenious in the ways in which we've done that mm-hmm. but I wanted to go back to the comment about um I had two points but I'm starting to get hungry and I forgot the first <laughs> it's uh, okay. in conjunction to what you had shared um so about parents divorcing and putting the house on the market mm. and stuff like that. so I'm the opposite in two weeks after graduation I was like peace I'm out I can't couldn't wait to get out of the house mm. and it, if it wasn't for my massive reckoning around my money issues and my kind of like turning a blind eye I would have never lived with my parents and I ended up living with both my parents during the pandemic for the first time since I was 18 years old and they're divorced but like on separate occasions I allowed myself to be held Mm. to live under my parents roof again Mm -hmm. which like I was such a prickly child when I left I was like don't touch me you I don't respect you you don't support me ever I want nothing from any of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and the softening that happens when you let them care for you and the healing. Yeah. So looking at that time as having allowed yourself to have been really held. And now, yes, it's going to be like a baby deer as you're learning your own independence and you're strengthening your little deer legs, mm. your fawn legs, as you learn to stand on your own. And it will come because the desire is there. Mm. I love that. So, yeah. I actually lived with my aunt for a little bit, which felt like living with my family again over COVID. And it was like this complete breakdown. And I felt like I had to re-soften and refine and reconnect with the women in my life and the women in my family. Love that. When you were saying mm. all those threes, my brain started going, and Rihanna. <laughs> That's where we're at today it's bad I've been like the commentary that is in my brain lately oh my god like I don't Um, identify with having ADD but sometimes my brain will just like follow words and I was like I rub off on you (laughs) reconnect relove Rihanna (laughs) um yeah thanks for having this conversation I'm glad like this has been really interesting and I kind of want to see where it develops from here um comments in the Facebook group and also on the episode itself if you guys want to leave a review or just message us on Instagram it's probably where you found us anyway so you know where to find us and talk to us um if you have any recommendations or suggestions for future podcast episodes we always love 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 to hear it we record every other week usually on a Tuesday but we just go with the flow because you know we need to take care of our feminine selves girl oh my god I love you. I miss you. Oh, Guys, I get to see Alicia in like two weeks. Hell yeah. Hell Easy yeah. To bring that back. Two and a half. <laughs>
something like coochie that crew. Um, one of our gals in the chat said coochie crew, uh, coochie crew for life you guys thank for you life. for life okay we're for life <laughs> <laughs> well, except neither of us are gay no but i just coochie, coochie crew coochie oh wait crew. but if you did it like this and you were like we're the coochie crew but no because it's like cc it's like pac-man oh coochie crew whatever wait last comment maybe i'll put this in the episode maybe i won't but i saw on a barbie movie somebody like made a meme or something and they said the barbie movie isn't realistic because none of them are scissoring (laughs) if you didn't make your barbie scissors as a kid oh my god bye guys we love you